0: You guys welcome back to another episode of the personal collection on the first episodes here in 2022 i'm here with one of my good friends gatlin i actually met him for the first time in the dallas card show right yeah yeah so we met over at the dallas card show and subscribe to the channel but what, what was interesting is he showed me his pc and you're into vintage cards like pre-war as well correct
1: Yes, like from 18A7 through modern now, but mostly pre-war, like you.
0: Nice. So how did you get into pre-war? How old are you actually first? Because people say I'm really young for collecting pre-war cards. You're much younger than I am. How old are you? I'm 18. So 18 years old, already getting into pre-war. Why the pre-war side rather than modern? Like, How did you end up getting into that type of cards?
1: Well, pre-war, like anywhere from... 200 to a thousand and you see like uh first Bowman and prospect autos uh, like bobby witt jr base for like 500 600 so what's the point of buying a guy in the minor leagues that hasn't done anything yet compared to like huey jennings or uh christy matthewson uh teacho six hall of famer that's already proven to be good
0: yeah. And they're much scarcer too. I mean, obviously there's some yeah. models like number to five or a super fract or a gold draws is going to hold a premium, even if a lot of the base stuff goes down, but looking at the print runs on T two six cards or O fives or really anything pre-war it's so scarce. And it's a lot harder to find, especially because of the condition sensitivity of the cards. Now, did you go straight into vintage and pre-war or did you first start collecting modern? How did you actually get into cards?
1: I was probably around five or six. My dad collected and his dad and had some other family members collecting. I just went to a lot of shows and like flea markets and stuff and always bought cards. I probably started out like modern as a kid because those are the players I enjoyed watching. And then I did some like research. Why buy this player? When he hasn't proven to really be like good, like he might be good in the long run, but you're taking a big chance and the older cards, in my opinion, are so much cooler.
0: 100% agree with it on the research side thing that's one of my favorite things just going through, whether it's PSA's website or trading card database, and just learning about the different sets that are available out there for the players. And then when you're able to see them at a show, it's, it's kind of cool because you're like, I, I researched that set. One of the cool things about doing research is actually finding those cards in person. For example, one, one set which I really enjoyed uh, learning about was the Propagandas from 1946. And I know you also have one. So at Philly Card Show, I picked up a Jimmy Fox, which was a 3MC. I think I have it over here to the side. Uh, do you have yours as well? Yeah, it's right here. So as he shows you that, I'm going to pick up mine should be in one of these piles i think it's in this one here just did the video on the 52 or the pickups from the 52 shows Yeah so you have the one right there i have the three mc you guys can see it It just it's such a cool card it's jimmy fox's last playing day card as well 1946
1: it's like i think it's like a, it's of like a pop eight two or pop five
0: which is crazy right like yeah. i mean this is this is a big set between all the baseball players and the boxers but to be able to Find two of eight right there. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, with that being said, do you want to show off some of your cards that you have? Kind of some of your pre-war cards and then some of the other modern stuff that you collect.
1: Uh, yes. Now I will start out with some of the T two hundred sixes that I collect, and then I'll show some of my boxing and hockey cards I have. So I have right here a three good Hall of Famers. I have uh, Fred Clark, T206 with uh, him holding the bat. In my opinion, I like this one better than the portrait one because you can see how he held the bat back in the day. And then I have, uh, I like this Huey Jennings portrait, 1.5. Pick that one up. The other day, this nice Clark, Yeah, Griffith. I like the color on that, the orange. Super nice. And then.
0: I love the portrait cards. They're so cool. Uh,
1: yeah. And then here's my favorite one.
0: I remember Christie. that from Dallas.
1: Yeah.
0: Ashish's old card.
1: Yeah. He traded for it uh, that night, the day I got it.
0: Really? So what? What did he yeah. end up trading for? Do you remember? Or
1: yeah, I traded him. So I ended up winning a thousand cash at the show. So I got that thousand cash, and I had like a Stan Mutual Tops. It was like a nineteen sixty-two, I think. Tops or sixty-one? Border. The border, yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's sixty-two.
1: It's is it sixty-two. Yeah, and then I had a Vlad. Bowman, one of the inserts out of 99, it was around from 100. So it was around like a 1,200 that I got for. And then I thought I got a pretty good deal on that card. I
0: was no, happy you, with it. you definitely did. I mean, I, those have appreciated since you bought that as well. All I mean, yeah. all the Christy Mathewson stuff has. And it's one of the three big pitchers from that set between Cy Young, Christy Mathewson, Walter Johnson, and then Joss would be there if he didn't pass away at such an early age.
1: Yeah, you can make an argument with who's better, Christy, Walter, or Cy Young. So, Christy Madison had like 350 wins, and he's a good pitcher. He had a super low ERA. I'm pretty sure he is a Triple Crown winner also. So, super good pitcher. I want to get the, my goal this year. I want to get either the Ty Cobb, TTO6, or Cy Young or Walter. I want to nice. get
0: one of those. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, the Ty Cobb red portrait is on the top three cards that I want to get, at least on the baseball card side of things this year See, as well.
1: I like the ham um, holding the bat one, the blue one.
0: Yeah, I know over, what you're talking about.
1: Over the red. Because it's still like it's kind of like the like Clark I have because the way he held the bat back in the day.
0: Yep, there's four Ty Cobbs, I believe, in that. Mm, there's the four, most yeah. ex- the most expensive one is the, the green one, which green. I, I don't like the green the best. Like, I, I don't me know why either. it gets that much of a premium over the red. Someone who's more of an expert at T206 cards, let me know it in the comment section. But I personally like the red. It's just such a striking image. It has the portraits, which I really enjoy from the set as well.
1: Yeah, I like I like the red one. The green one is probably my least favorite out of all of them.
0: And there's also the there's a variation. I think it's called the orange one where it didn't yeah. have that final layer of the red. Occasionally, you see those at auctions, and I think that'd be cool, but I just don't have that type of capital to throw up that type of card.
1: Yeah. Then I also have some more like, here's one, I also have a John McGraw, TTO6. I feel like he's super undervalued. What he did, he's a player manager, and I think he has like one of the most wins as a manager. He's like top three or four.
0: He's definitely up there.
1: Yeah. So uh, now I'm moving on to some of my boxing cards. I don't have a whole lot like uh, Ryan does, but I have some. I got this one from Ryan, the Jack Johnson.
0: Yep. So Super cool. That was from the video I did the Chicago and also Orlando card shows. I wasn't even supposed to be in Chicago that weekend, but ended up going there. And that was my first pick up there. I have one back in my collection, but I know you wanted one.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I want to get that one gray just to keep it safe.
0: No, I don't blame you. Definitely get it. I think it'll most likely get an authentic, A. Authentic,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: just just because that one, like, cut in through the card. Mm-hmm. But still, I mean, it's Jack Johnson. For even being at, like, how cheap it is for an authentic or even a one, it's kind of crazy to me for how big of an impact he's had on sports and boxing in general. Like, mm-hmm. he's definitely on the Mount Rushmore for boxing. And, like, his impact on the sport – or in the sports scene for like professionals was way before Jackie Robinson.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to get a Sullivan and a Sam Lankford. Yeah. Those,
0: those are some good ones. I have Langford in both the Ogden and also the Mecca, which you saw over there and Sullivan obviously saw the 1887 A and G, which.
1: Yeah. We're cool. both looking at the same card, the good one, but I had to let you have it for your PC.
0: Yep. You'll get one
1: yeah and then this is probably one of my favorite ones just because of the story it's it's abe he was part of like sock scandal and i don't know the whole story on it i think he's like one of the
0: he knew the he knew the mobsters yeah. um he, he threw I, I believe he threw a fight and that's kind of how he knew the mobsters he kind of mm-hmm. hanged out in that side of things and that's why he kind of bridged the gap between the baseball players and uh the people trying to fix the the game as well
1: yeah that's what it was i remember ring by such a long time ago i've had for a while another boxer who's uh really good at this sugar i mean it's ray robertson right here yeah uh, 1951 the ringside the ringside i like these
0: cards they're so cool. Just like,
1: I know, just like shows him hitting the dude like right in the face. I just like it a lot. And then I have a 1948
0: Benny Leonard. Leonard. There we go. Quite a few of his cards.
1: Yeah. And then here's some of my autos. I have a uh, Muhammad Ali one cut auto. This is probably one of my favorites just because he's probably one of the best boxers of all time. And I was happy to get one of his autos. I want to get his Cassius clay rookie one day. It's just so expensive.
0: I know that thing has skyrocketed. I, I'll be honest. I'm not the biggest fan of his rookie card just because of how people cut it out of the magazine. The back doesn't line up. Hmm. I, I
1: just like it though. The picture is awesome.
0: Oh, yeah, 100% is. It just It's just such a weird card with the back out cut off.
1: And it's so funny when you go like, when you talk about Muhammad Ali, they don't know what his real name is like Cassius Clay. Yeah. And then this one's not vintage, but uh Floyd Mayweather.
0: Money Mayweather, right there. That was so cool when you saw that. I saw that in Dallas.
1: Yeah, it's out of three.
0: I want to grab feel like, too. It's just so expensive.
1: Yeah. I feel like uh, he didn't sign that much either, so I was really happy to get that. He he only signs like Leaf, and I think he signed triple threads one year.
0: Probably right with that.
1: Yeah. I'm going to go to... So let's take a look I at some of your
0: hockey cards.
1: Here I have this 1979 tops Wayne Gretzky. I picked this up at Dallas. I was super pumped to get this card. It's one of the cards I came there for. I think I traded a Austin Matthews. It was a Young Gun, and then I traded Austin Matthews, Young Gun Canvas, but it was the checklist one, and it was a PSA 10, and I traded a Bobachette, Short print tops chrome, which does have dropped a little bit, I think 300 cash. Oh, in the Michael Jordan uh, Flair universe, that's why I trade for that card.
0: I think you definitely did well, especially long term yeah. on that
1: one. Oh, I was super pumped. I think when Gretzky is undervalued as it is.
0: I, I agree with you on that. I mean, for how big of an impact he had on hockey, people are going crazy over Ovechkin stuff right now. I mean, Gretzky I is think- hockey.
1: I think you can get a PSA 10 Ovechkin for, it's more PSA 10 than like a PSA 6 of Wayne Gretzky. It's so weird. It is. Like Ovechkin's good, but Gretzky's the goat, in my opinion. And then uh, another person who I think's really good is this, Gordy Halado. I just like the picture on it.
0: It's an older one too. It looks like. Yeah. 90s. Was,
1: yeah, 1992 upper deck.
0: So, yeah, definitely one of the first years of autograph cards.
1: And then I have – I'm from the St. Louis area, so I like uh, Brett Hull a lot. So, his rookie there. Probably one of the best St. Louis players of all time. And then my – one of my favorites is this Wayne Gretzky – and uh, Mark Messier a one-on-one auto card.
0: Another cut auto?
1: Yeah, and I'll show the back.
0: Oh, it's cool. It's both sides.
1: Both sides. I really like these. I got this for a steal in my opinion. I think I, I paid
0: 400 for it. That, that seems pretty cheap for what it yeah, is. Yeah,
1: I, I got it at St. Louis and the Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers one did like 500. So I thought that was a pretty good deal.
0: No, I definitely agree on that one. So speaking of St. Louis, so that's the St. Louis card show itself. Obviously you went to Dallas. Do you go to any other card shows across the country or just those two primarily right now?
1: Um, I go to when Nashville has a show. I sometimes go to it. There, the, It was the Music City one. That was a really good one. But i probably say Dallas and – uh The Saint Louis one that I went to this summer had like ninety percent vintage, and I love that stuff. I saw so many cards I wanted, just couldn't uh, pull all the trigger all at once. And I got some that I wanted in my PC. So, yeah, I know. I'm going to this year. So again, so
0: that was the Saint Louis one you said, or the national one?
1: The Saint Louis. But I will be going to the national this year.
0: Oh, I meant to say Nashville, but the, the St. Louis one is on my radar for this year. I know I told you I was going to fly out to that show yeah. because, I mean, if it's 90% vintage, that's going to be really fun for that one. Unfortunately, yeah. in January, that flight did not work out. So I have to go to LA where it's going to be all modern cards. At least that's what I've heard where it's 95% modern basketball.
1: Huh. Yeah. You might be able to find something there at least. Uh,
0: you know, I hope so. Whether it's like a Juan Soto or a Walker Bueller or Flaherty, at least like please, please, Please pick up at least one card for that flight, because yeah. I'm flying at like 6 a.m. You'll, I'm you'll back definitely
1: find a Walker Wheeler.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, at least. But hopefully, it's affordable, not where it's one of these sellers that puts it way over comps because you're in the local market. But mm-hmm. we'll see how that ends up going. So, one other thing I want to talk about is you're building a YouTube channel this year, right?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna after school. Yes, I'm gonna try to.
0: Now, what are you going to do on that YouTube that YouTube channel? Are you going to do card show vlogs? Are you going to teach people about vintage cards? Or what's your plan on that? Um,
1: so I'd like to do card show vlogs. Um, talk about, I want to do this one thing. Like, top 10 most cards, like, that are undervalued, like, from each sport, uh, like, vintage. So, I'll, like, look at other stuff and, like, look at my opinion, see, like, what are the most undervalued cards for each sport? And then I like to uh, maybe do some like talking about older players, like how they did like Jimmy Fox and like Babe Ruth and stuff like that.
0: Now that'll be fun. Now, two last things. Number one, what's your most undervalued card in the hobby and where can people find you on social media?
1: My most undervalued card in the hobby, hmm. I have like, there's like four or five.
0: Let me think. You may cut that out.
1: Yeah. All right. All right. There's like four or five because I made a list the other day and I had no clue.
0: No worries. All right. I'll 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 go over again. Cool. All right. So, all right. So you're launching YouTube channel pretty soon then. What's the best way for people to reach out to you on social media currently?
1: GT Sports Cards on Twitter.
0: Sorry, guys. Give Gatlin a follow on Twitter at GT Sports Cards. If you guys don't have a Twitter, make sure to create an account on there. There's a great vintage community. Every single Wednesday also, there's a big sale by my friend Dylan Cards Story. And everyone on Twitter always participates in it. Tons of group chats as well. So make sure to follow Gatlin, a great follow on there. And guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the personal collection and I'll catch you guys next week.